Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. G'day and welcome to another episode of uh, A Bit of Clarity from Australia. We love this place. I think it is the best country on earth and we really feel privileged and blessed to, to live here. Uh, because we live here and we have such a good state of mind and state of well-being, I think it's a great opportunity for us to bless the rest of the world and, uh, you know, to, to bring you some wonderful teaching. And uh, from what we experience here, from what we learn here, we just uh, want to bless you. We want to bring you amazing teachings. And uh, because there's a lot of warmth and a lot of love here, we just want to share that with you. Now, what I'll focus on today is very close to my heart. I love this kind of teaching and I spent quite a bit of time this morning and last night to go through this and jot out some notes, both for myself and for you, because I don't want you to misinterpret this. I want you to gain absolute clarity in this, because let me tell you something. If you get this today, if you get what I'm teaching you today, this will change your life. The clarity you will have in your emotions, in your thoughts, in what goes on in your life every single day will be transformed and revolutionized. This is lesson 12. This is episode 12. What I've done until now, uh, it, it comes in batches of 12. So the self-awareness is the first part. And there'll be 12 lessons on that. And next uh, episode, episode 13, will be a recap of all of that. So make sure you listen to that because that will refresh everything in your mind. And then we will go on to episode 14 when we begin self-management, which is the next module. So, but here on lesson 12, when we're finishing off self-awareness, I'm bringing you my very best and I'm bringing you this amazing uh, possibility of you to gain clarity of your thoughts and your emotions. Also know that there are notes, uh, just click on the link below somewhere, wherever you're watching this, whether you're on YouTube or on uh, Apple Podcasts or on, or on Google uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, etc. Just make sure that you click on the link or you visit eq.org.au. That's eq.org.au and da download the show notes because these are very important and we will go through them. So what I want to share with you today is the difference between emotions and feelings. Feelings and emotions. Most of the time we think these are the same. But let me tell you something. They are not. Uh, they are not. They are not. Most of the so-called emotions that we feel during the day, they're not actual emotions. They are feelings. And feelings are a mentalized state. That is something that is in our mental state, in our mind, something that we create all the time based on what we focus on, what we think about, 
what we make so we make what we make of what we think of so it's the interpretation that we give our thoughts that bring in these feelings if i can define it in one sentence and i want to thank joe joe you know who you are he's a good mate of mine and he has um, opened this let's say um, prospect for me to go deeper and he has helped me out with this he said emotions come from experiences and feelings come from thoughts let me expand on this so emotions come from experiences and feelings come from thoughts and i've put this in your show notes and make sure that you grab these because they're very important and you can refer back to them right so today we're going to develop an understanding of differences between feelings and emotions and i've put their understanding feelings and emotions emotions come from experiences and feelings come from your thoughts and most of the emotions that we feel during the average day are not actual emotions they are actual feelings and as i said there they are a mentalized state something we create based on what we focus on what we think about and i will explain that to you right now when an emotion comes it comes from an experience from something that is organic something that is natural in the body it's a natural response that the body just gives to us for example if you're a man like me and you always wanted a son so our first born was a daughter and it was a joy for my wife it was a joy for me because we wanted children but when the second child was about to be born we found out the gender of that and we knew it was a boy well let me tell you that the emotion that i felt when i found out that the next child will be a boy was just an emotion of joy an emotion of happiness an emotion of divinity touching me an emotion i didn't have to think about that the emotion just overwhelmed me it came to me naturally organically and my whole body thrived and everything just happened i didn't have time to process that and think about it and then allow that emotion to to generate into me that just came to me with the news and i didn't have to think about that it was a natural organic response to the information that i received now at the opposite end of the spectrum two days ago for example i was at a funeral and when i watched uh, the life of this lady unfold on the screen once again i didn't have to think about too much when i saw her life an emotion of sorrow of pain of heaviness came upon me and this again it's a natural organic emotion based on some information that my body received or my mind received or my heart received I didn't have to think about that that emotion came naturally unprocessed unprocessed that is what an emotion is so when you experience sudden joy uh, sudden sadness you don't have to process it you don't have to think about it you just absorb you are absorbed in that moment and you feel that emotion there are those are emotions so emotions are in our body and they are an organic reaction to something that we experience in life now well wouldn't you say that feelings are the same no feelings are not the same feelings on the other hand a feeling is the way we interpret a segment of reality it is 
an echo of interpretation of our own reality. It's the thought that we have. So I've put down there the thread. In your notes, you have the thread of how everything works. You've got the thought, the meaning, the mood, the temperament, and then the illusionary reality. So when you have a thought, when you think about something, you give that thought a meaning. And that meaning that you give that thought creates a mood inside your mind, inside your, your, yourself. That mood leads to a temperament, and that temperament leads to a reality for you, which is not the true reality, but it's your illusionary reality. So, this is important for you to understand because most of the time, we are not in emotional states, but we are in feeling states. And this means that you are in absolute control of your feelings if you know what to focus on in your thoughts. If you are aware what is generating those feelings in your mind. If you're aware what you what, what is generating them, then you have the possibility to manage these and you become aware of your feelings. And then you end up in this pattern, in this cycle of thought, meaning, emotion, but you don't get caught in it because you can control it. So let me take you through this, this trial or this train of thought just for a moment. Uh, the other day, I was preparing uh, to, for, uh, to stop the pump for the pool so I can go in uh, with my children. We have a little swimming pool and we love, it's summer here, and we love to go in the pool. So when I went to stop the pump, in the garden beds next to where I have the chemicals and the pump and everything next to the pool, in our backyard, there was a dead rat. A dead rat with ants on it, right? So imagine now if I would have thought, how does how did this rat appear in my backyard? So I could have thought that if I have a victim mentality, I could have thought my neighbor chucked this rat over the fence. Now on that side, I happen to have a neighbor who is not that friendly. All my other neighbors are quite friendly. She's a great lady, but she's not that friendly. Apart from a high, high, we don't get much communication from her. And we lived there for about eight years. She's a little bit in her own world. She's a school principal, and I think she's got a quite tough life. So I could say to myself, as soon as I see the rat, that this rat was killed by my neighbor, and she chucked it over the fence just to rub it in my face, just to make me feel bad. Now, all of a sudden, I get all that feeling of anger towards her, resentment towards her, the meaning that I give that thought is that this lady doesn't like me. Then the mood that I get is quite sad. And, uh, you know, my temperament is a temperament of anger. So I, I, could, I could say, you know, this lady doesn't like me. In fact, maybe my other neighbors don't like me. Maybe I have a problem. I mean, if, if this lady went to that extent to, to actually kill a rat and chuck it over the fence to show me that she doesn't like me, imagine how bad I am. 
I'm, I'm not even going to go outside for a while. I'm just going to isolate. I'm going to sit in the house and just lament and cry. Now, my, my thought pattern goes into this, and the, this nonsense for, you know, three, four, five hours, ten hours, two, three days. Imagine that. And then I go into this victim mentality. Nobody likes me. Nobody cares about me. Look, nobody's called me for days. Then I become angry. Then I become unsettled. And maybe in my anger, maybe in my confused reality, I write her an email or a message or an SMS or I give her a call and I say, you SNS or BMB or whatever, you know, F and F. And, and uh, how could you? You chuck that rat over my face. You are such and such. You know, I could, I could make a huge mess out of it. And in reality, she's probably got absolutely nothing to do with it. But it's because I allowed the thought to create feelings inside me and those feelings to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I become a victim of my own thought pattern. Do you see where this is going? You're saying, Nathaniel, you're a bit nuts here. Well, we do this all the time. We can do this all the time with things that happen in our lives. Or I can, I can simply say, look, somehow this dead rat arrived in my garden and that's it. Maybe the birds that fly every day from the golf course into the local park, maybe they caught it in the golf course and somehow dropped it. Well, they flew over our house and it just happened to land right there on the garden beds in the backyard. Or maybe the rat came from the golf course at night and licked on one of the drums that have hydrochloric acids because we've got hydrochloric acid next to the pool. And I just happened to, to put some hydrochloric acid the other day in the pool and some of it was leaking down the, the drum. Maybe the rat just leaked that and that's, you know, as soon as a rat touches hydrochloric acid, it will die, of course. Maybe that's what happens, uh, happened, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, the meaning that I associate with this event is insignificant. Okay, there is a dead rat in our backyard and that's a fact. How it got there doesn't really matter. I can't make up these stories. I can't invent these stories that just create feelings and feelings that lead up to an emotional state that is uncontrolled. So I took the rat, chucked it in the bin, and forgot all about it. So can you see how the meaning that we associate what we focus on can really derail absolutely everything in our lives? Now, we have the tendency to do this with certain things that come in our lives. And I'm, I've done this, and I'm sure you've done this, but I'm doing it less and less and less. You know, while I was preparing for this this morning, I thought to myself, man, if I only knew this when I was a teenager, if somebody told me that I create my own reality by the way I think, man, that would have been such a blessing. You know, it could have saved me 20 years of heartache and a lot of emotions that I've just carried on because of the feelings that have been, you know, have been coming out of my thought patterns. So our thinking is, is so important in this and the interpretation of the meaning that we give our thoughts is very important. So, you know, you know what people say, life is not how it is. Life is how you are. So life is not how it is. Life is how you are and how you receive that information, how you process that information, what you do with that information because you can create your own reality. The thoughts that you have and the interpretation of those thoughts create your reality and those feelings become your moods, 
Those moods become your temperament, and then that becomes an illusionary part of your reality. And life just goes down the hill just like that. That's why a lot of people are deceived out there. They live in their own bubble, we say, in their own world, in their own mental state. They create that bit by bit, just on, going on this, on this downward spiral. So, because we are an accumulation of all our thoughts and the meaning we, are, we associate with our thoughts and with our experiences, which then contribute to our moods and our temperaments, you know, we carry that wherever we go. We carry ourselves wherever we go. We carry that energy wherever we go. So why are we learning this? We're learning this to become aware of this, of our thoughts, the meaning we give our thoughts, and the feelings that naturally draw out of those thoughts. Because if we have this awareness, then we can reverse engineer it. We can change this around. So in your notes, I explained to you the awareness of your daily feelings. I explained to you the thought, the meaning, the mood, the temperament, and the illusionary reality. But now let me tell you something. We can reverse engineer, it, engineer this. And I've put there a little section, reverse engineering it. Decide what you think and the meaning you give your thinking. You can decide where your thought is running all the time. You can decide what you entertain in your mind. What you think is what you focus on. So where, where your focus is, that's, that's what you're thinking about. So you can choose what you focus on. And what you focus on, I love this, what you focus on expands and what you stop focusing on ceases to exist. So what you focus on grows bigger, amplifies. What you stop focus, focusing on dies. It ceases to exist. So you choose what you want to focus on, what you want to think about. So your mental state is dependent on the choices that you make about your thoughts. You are in control of your thoughts. And because you are in control of your thoughts, you are also in control of your feeling state, what you feel. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of your thoughts, by the quality of your meaning associated with those thoughts, by the quality of your experiences. And these experiences are based on your thinking and the meaning that you associate with that. Does that make sense? I hope this really, really lands somewhere because if you are aware that the way you mentalize things will affect the state of your feelings, you can go back to yourself and you can say, hang on a minute here. How do I know that my neighbor chucked that rat over the fence? How do I know that? I mean, I've just created that story in my mind. What makes me think that? You know, the simple fact is there is a dead rat in our backyard. That's it. Just clean it up, chuck it in the bin, and that's it. Forget everything else. You know, I mean, I can reverse that even furthermore. Imagine if I blamed her for that rat. Now I can reverse it in my mind and say, just in case that, that thought pops in my head. Have I ever been blamed for something that I haven't done? Imagine me blaming her for something that she hasn't done. How would I feel to be blamed for something like that? If, some, if my neighbor came to me and said, Nathaniel, man, how awful of you. You chucked that dead rabbit over the fence. Uh, dead, dead rat over the fence, not dead rabbit. Do you see? When, when I think about that, 
You know, I think, have I ever been blamed for something that I haven't done? Yes, I have. Have, have these things happened the other way around? Yes, they have. So the fact that this happened, I don't actually know what happened, how this dead rat appeared in my garden, and that's it. You know, I don't give any other meaning. I don't create any other feelings around it. I just go, pick it up, shovel it, and chuck it in the bin. Now, every day we have choices. Every day we have thoughts. And we are continually interpreting, interpreting those thoughts into the meaning that we give them. And most of the emotions that we feel during the day, as I said, they are not emotions. They are feelings based on the interpretation of our thoughts. And our thoughts are what we focus on. And what you focus on just gets bigger. What you focus on expands to the exclusion of everything else. That's why people say, I can't take this off my mind. Because they focus on that and that just expands, expands and takes over. So you choose what you focus on. And stop focusing on certain things and they will cease to exist in your awareness. So you're in complete control of this and you're in complete control of your feeling state. So the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your thoughts. So think about what you think about. Where does your mind go? So in application down the bottom there, make a list of your thoughts that have triggered certain feelings today. So think about today, what thoughts trigger certain feelings? You know, identify two or three of these. And then list the meaning or write down the meaning that you gave those, those thoughts that have created their reality for you and reverse engineer this. So let's say um, you, you made a phone call to your friend and they didn't pick up the phone, right? So you probably thought, oh, she doesn't want to hear from me. Oh, she... she she, she ignores me. She doesn't like me anymore. So I'm not going to call her anymore. Oh, she can be such... And you, you create your own names and your own reality. Or I can simply say, or you can reverse engineer and say, she was probably busy, she'll return my call when she can. Do you see how, how many things in our day have created certain feeling states for us? These are not emotions. These are feelings that we have created by the interpretation or the meaning that we gave our thoughts. So it's very important to be in control of your thoughts, to have a sound mind, and through the sound mind to control the feelings that you associate with those thoughts. And don't let your mood be affected and your temperament be affected. And have a true sense of reality. You know, it's, don't, don't get sucked into this, this, you know, evil, you know, thought pattern that just takes you down all the time. So I really hope that this lands well, that you see the difference between thoughts and emotion, uh, between feelings and emotions. As I said, feelings come from our thinking, emotions come from experiences. Feelings, are, uh, feelings are, are something that we construct in our mind, in our psychological uh, mentalized state, and emotions are a natural response to something that happens in our lives. They're organic, they just happen. You know, there's a burst of happiness, a burst of joy, a burst of tears, these are true emotions, the rest are just feelings, and we are in control of those feelings. Well, I'm going to leave it there. I, I really hope that this has blessed you, and I hope it's clear for you. I just really, really hope this is clear for you. So take the notes, maybe listen to this again. I'm, I'm trying to do my best here to, to get this message across you, because let me tell you something. If you get this, 
If this clicks for you, if this lands where it should be, this will change your thinking, this will change your feelings, this will change your life. And look, feel free to share this. You know, there's so many people that need to hear this. You can help so many people out there. So do share it, do tell others how to control their feelings and their thought patterns and how this impacts them. You know, share it on, on the various channels that you're watching this. Do uh, give us a rating. Obviously, we love five stars. But look, only if genuinely you believe that this content is worth five stars. If you don't, then just don't rate us, right? But if you do believe that this content is worth five stars, we'd love for you to share that and just click on that as well. Do give us some feedback. We love feedback. We, we read everything that we receive. And uh, I can't wait to bring you a whole um, summary of the first 12 shows in show number 13. And then we will move on to the next challenge that we have about self-management. Well, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Take care. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.